0: Let's join our superintendent as she shares insights from Lesson 27, Satan's Fall from Heaven. Blessings of my brother and sister. This is Superintendent Janice Battersby of Shekinah Worship International Ministries, Shekinah Worship Center, Bermuda, greeting you for another installation of our series Insights with Superintendent, that's me. And on behalf of our pastor, Reverend Dr. Maria A. Seaman, and our Shekinah Worship Center Bermuda Family, I bring you greetings. and invite you to join me as I give you just another of this exciting series, Escape the Coming Night. We've been going through this study, led by Dr. David Jeremiah. It's a great study of the book of Revelation, 43 lessons is taking chapter by chapter and verse by verse through the book of Revelation. This particular installation, we're going to look at lesson number 27, which is called Satan's Fall from Heaven. Now, if you want to know about what we've been studying up until now, you'll have to download the podcasts of each one of these lessons. And you can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts under Real Nose Real. You can also go on to YouTube under Voice for Our Times. And you'll find on both the YouTube and the podcast so many teachings and preachings even outside of this Escape the Coming Night series. Just so much information, let me tell you. We're a Bible-loving Bible, teaching Bible-preaching church. We love the Word of God, and we're getting here every way we possibly can. And so I'd like to share with you again from this particular lesson. Now, we're about halfway through the book of Revelation, chapter 12, actually. So there's a lot to catch up on, and you're able to do that with the podcast. But in a short synopsis, The book of Revelation, written by the Apostle John, not John the Baptist, but the Apostle John, while he was in prison on the Isle of Patmos, a Greek isle, received a vision from the Lord, a vision of the end times. And throughout the book of Revelation, we see the rollout of the signs of those times. And the amazing thing is, we can relate so much to what's going on right now in our world today. This is, as I speak, July the 15th, 2021. And the Bible is becoming more and more alive every day, especially when you study this fantastic book and see how from Genesis to Revelation all comes together in a perfect fit. It's simply amazing. And so what we wanna do for you is to give you just a bite-sized portion of what it is that we've been studying. And again, this is lesson 27, Satan's Fall from Heaven. Now, the actual scripture reference is Revelation chapter 12, verses 10 through 17. So I'm going to read that in the New King James Version, and then just have a little chat about it. So here begins the reading of God's holy word, Revelation chapter 12. Verses 10 through 17. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony." And they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore, rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. Now, when the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. But the woman was given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness to her place, where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time, from the presence of the serpent. So the serpent spewed water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. But the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed up the flood, which the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. And the dragon was enraged with the woman, and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring, who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. And here ends the reading of God's word thus far. A lot of action going on right now. Now, last lesson, number 26, we learned about war in heaven, and that's where the woman was introduced. Now, the woman, we learned, represents Israel and her child, Christ, and the dragon that was waiting for the birth of this child, Satan. And we saw Dr. Jeremiah took us through history from Cain and Abel up until now to show that the plan of the enemy is to destroy anything that would have brought on Christ. He tried with Cain and Abel. He tried with Moses and the slaying of the Hebrew children, boy children while they were in Egypt. And again with King Herod when Jesus was born and different times and different situations. He didn't win because Christ did come. And Christ did die, and he rose again, and he ascended to heaven. So what we're seeing here is this war in heaven, Then, and, and here the enemy is cast out of heaven to the earth. When it says the accuser of our brethren who accused them, before our god day and night has been cast down now what dr jeremiah did at the beginning of this particular lesson was take us to the book of job to show us how satan still has access to god and we saw that in the book of job where satan went into the the courts with the other sons of god and stood before god and accused job of worshipping god because of the blessings that job had and If you're familiar with that story, you know that God allowed Satan a certain leeway with Job, but not to take his life. Job lost all that he earned. He lost his children. He lost his health. Satan took him almost to within an inch of his life. And where Job was encouraged even by his wife to curse God, he refused to curse God. In fact, he worshipped God. So that brings a lesson here. Couple of lessons, actually. Do you really want God to brag about you? Because as we learn in the Book of Job, it was God who brought Job to seek attention, and then Job became a target of the enemy. Do you really want God to brag about you? You know, we have a lot of Christians who walk around with this arrogance. I'm a king's kid. Whatever I touch, I can have, etc., etc., etc. But if you're really a king's child, like Jesus came to Earth. And became one of us you know what happened to him that's because Satan's attention was on him that's because God brought Satan's attention on Christ do you really want God to brag about you because once you become a Christian you become a target and that's what we have to understand yes God will bless us but we will go through some things Why do bad things happen to good people, to God's people? Because Satan wants to destroy us. So when you live with that understanding, you know what to expect. That's why God tells us to put on his armor every day so that we can withstand the fiery darts of the enemy. That armor is not for nothing. So here we have the accuser of the brethren, and he stands before God day and night accusing. The other lesson is this. Are his accusations true? We've got to make sure, even though people will talk about us when we stand for the Lord, even though Satan will accuse us, are those accusations true? That's what we've got to be careful of. That's why we have to run to the cross. That's why we've got to die daily and take up our cross. Satan can say things. People will say things. The more you stand for the Lord, the more people are going to talk about you. Is it true? That's the part you want to make sure is a lie. Don't worry about the rest. The battle's not yours, it's the Lord's. He will take care of it, And he sees you standing faithful, no matter what they say about you. Just make sure that what they say about you is not true. So here we have the accused of the brethren who's going to be cast down out of heaven and to the earth. Now, what we see here is that Those who he accused overcame the enemy by the blood of the lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. We are saved by the blood of Jesus. We are witnesses by our testimony, by our spoken word, by our lifestyle, by our witness in our heart. God, remember, we studied in early Chapters of the book of Revelation and Jesus' fiery eyes, the fiery eyes, one of his attributes, that he can see through our behaviors and see our motivation. Is, our, uh, is the motivation of our heart true to the Lord? Is the testimony of our heart true? Because that's going to come out in our lifestyle. That's going to come out in how we talk and how we think. That's what God looks at. He doesn't look at the show. He looks behind the scenes. And not loving our lives to the death. We've heard about the the, the martyrs, even living in Bermuda, where I am right now. And we've heard of the Christian martyrs over in the east, of those who have been beheaded in modern times because they refuse to denounce Christ. That's that physical death. There's also when you stand up for the Lord on social media. And things that people will say. How they will talk about the God. blaspheme God. How they will call you a bigot. I've been called that. That's a social media death. Are you willing to go there? Are you willing to stand for the Lord. No matter where. But these saints. Who Satan accused. They will overcome us. By the blood of the lamb. By the word of their testimony. And not loving their lives to the death. So then here we see that. The enemy is cast down. And verse 12 says, therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them, because Satan's get cast out of heaven. But guess what? Woe to the inhabitants of earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you with great wrath, because he knows he has a short time. God has seen the defeat of the enemy. God lives outside of time. He knows our end from our beginning. He knows the ending of Satan and his angels, and all those who choose not to go the way of the Lord. And Satan knows this too. And what he's trying to do is to destroy the body of Christ, to take whosoever will with him. So he knows that. And he's got a lot of people denying that that even exists. But he knows it very well. His demons know it too. But he's going to launch an attack upon the earth, upon God's people on the earth. And we see how things are getting worse and worse and darker and darker. Now, let's make a point here. For those of us who know the Lord, things are getting darker and darker. For those who do not follow the Lord, things are getting more and more progressive. More and more celebratory. So it depends what side you're on. As to whether things are getting dark or they're getting brighter, more opportunities, more access, more intelligence, more knowledge, all that on the increase, yet spiritually dead are getting deader and deader. Yes, that's what I said. So the enemy knows that his time is short. Therefore, as the Bible said, he's going about like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. He's not going after those who have chosen And when I say chosen him, those who haven't chosen the Lord. You haven't chosen the Lord. You've chosen Satan. There's no in between. He's not worried about those who haven't chosen the Lord. He's going after God's. God's possession. God's property. When the dragon saw that he had been cast to earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. And that's where we read about, we learned about Satan's attack, the persecution order, and the way that it was put in this lesson, four different levels. It's an aggravated assault, an anti-Semitic assault, an aggressive assault, and an angry assault. And so here it's aggravated. It's because it's so short, he's, he's turning on the heat, as it were, in his assault. He's, again, he's like an angry lion going about whom he may devour. And we look at that time of the great tribulation and all the horrible, horrible things. When you think about or learn even about the Holocaust, Hitler and the Holocaust, and the way that 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 time of tribulation is going to be ramped up even more. And I mean, even now, we look at just the, the evil entertainment and the the laws that are being passed that are just outright 180 degrees opposite of what the lord would have and it's happening so quickly it's aggravated it's it's intensified my goodness we see it now because satan knows his time short he's got to get as many as he can and as quickly as he can that's why we even see an increase of Children who aren't going to Sunday school, who aren't learning the Bible, who they aren't learning the word of God, they aren't learning the presence of the Lord. Their parents aren't even taking them. Neither are the grandparents anymore. It's less and less. But the world is turning up the evil that these children are watching. They're watching more and more television. And the, the programs, the cartoons are horrible. Conditioning. Conditioning our young children's minds. Abortion is on the increase. More and more babies aren't even being born. They're being killed in the womb. We're seeing this increase in so many ways. We're just seeing this ramping up, the disasters that are going on. My goodness. It's an aggravated assault, anti-Semitic assault against the Jews. The enemy is the dragon is turning his anger. It says that when he saw that he had been cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. That's what John sees in the end times, this focusing again on the nation of Israel, God's people. But we see that happening now. We've seen for years this turn up of anti-Semitic behavior. It's been on the news constantly. My goodness. And you are seeing nation rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Yes, we're seeing that globally. But globally we're seeing this, and it's you know, when you go back in history, you can see where the Jews have always had a band, always been persecuted. We see it, and the enemy, the dragon, is trying again to destroy the plan of God with his nation, Israel. It's an aggressive assault. Again, it talks about the the woman who will be. Uh, there's a flood that tries to, to take out this woman. Verse 15, so the serpent spewed water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. Now, we really don't know what that is. Some people think that it's an actual literal flood that will flood Israel. But from uh, what Dr. Jeremiah says, the topography doesn't, doesn't lend to that uh, concept. Uh, It could be that it's an onslaught of the enemy or suffering, but whatever it is, it's an attack of Satan against God's people, but we will see that Israel does get protected during the time of tribulation. We'll touch on that in a, a second, but the last is that it's an angry assault. You know, he's spewing out this wrath. This is the dragon, this is Satan, spearing out this wrath, not just against the nation of Israel as a nation, but also it says that that he goes after the seed of the woman, the rest of her offspring. There's a remnant, even out of the Jews, that the enemy goes after in intensity. And what Dr. Jeremiah speculates in his teaching is the 144,000 Jewish evangelists that will be anointed during that time and marked to evangelize after the rapture. They will be going out into the world and spreading the gospel to save those who have not rejected the gospel previously and for those who have not ever heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now we learned a few lessons ago that that 144,000 are going to be protected by the Lord. They will not be killed. But that doesn't say the enemy is not going to try. And so this is what we see. We suspect that this aggravated, angry assault is targeted not just to the nation of Israel, but those who are specifically marked for evangelism. However, there's the protection. From God. And in verses 14 and 15, it says, But the woman was given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness to her place where she is nourished for a time, time, and half a time, half a time from the presence of the serpent. And so we see here that the woman who is Israel is taken away to a secret place where she is kept and nourished by the Lord for a time, times, and half a time. Now, our understanding here is that a time represents a year in the Hebrew vernacular. And so you have one year, time, and you have times, two years, and half a time, six months, three and a half years, which is the same time length as the great tribulation, during which time the Antichrist will have revealed himself for who he truly is and then seek to destroy the people of God. But God will take that remnant and he will put them somewhere safe and nourish them for that great time of great tribulation so that they will not be persecuted and put to death by the Antichrist. Now, there are other references to that same length of time 42 months in Revelation chapter 11, verses 2 and 3, and also 1,260 days in Revelation chapter 12, verse 6. All of that equals that same three and a half years. And so our understanding is you'll have the first three and a half years of the tribulation, and then you'll have the three and a half years of the great tribulation when the Antichrist seeks to destroy the people of God. It's an amazing, amazing story. And we're watching this set up now. But all Satan is doing is, is, is paving the way to his own destruction. Because the nation of Israel, God has seen the end. He has seen the salvation of his people, Israel. He's seen the salvation of the saints who are already in heaven. Those who have accepted Christ and were taken out of the world during the rapture. But he's also seen the destruction of Satan. Now, we have to live like we know that we win, that the enemy will be destroyed. We're going to come under attack with some pretty serious things. We've got to hold on, keep our eyes on the vertical that God had no on the horizontal. We've got to stand firm on the word of God. And that's why we're doing this. That's why we're sharing these little nuggets with you. So that hopefully you will gain an interest to study the book of Revelation. Now, we're about halfway through these teachings. But if Jesus tarries, we plan to start over again in 2022. And we would love for you to be a part of that. There are workbooks that are available that we can make available for you. And so we encourage you to send us an email at swim at logic.bm. Swim, S-W-I-N, at logic.bm. Let us know that you are interested in learning more about this series, more about reading through the book of Revelation. We are conducting these sessions on Zoom. And we would love for you to be a part. If you also are feeling a tug from the Lord, that now is the time to get your heart right through Jesus Christ. We would love to help you with that. And all I can say right now is just to ask the Lord. Tell the Lord, Lord, I am a sinner. I know that I have sinned against you. I am so sorry for ignoring you for even belittling you. But Lord, I understand that Jesus died on the cross and shed his blood for me. And I accept that sacrifice. I accept Jesus Christ into my heart. Wash my heart clean so that even my motivations will witness how I love you and how I want to serve. Lord, I'm yours. Take me. I am washed by the blood of the Lamb. I am a Christian. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you truly, truly, truly mean that in your heart, give us a call. And we'll help you. Like I said, we're a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-preaching church. And we will help you on the road to living a life of victory Satan has lost. We have won through Jesus Christ. So thanks. Thanks for taking some time to listen About lesson number 27, Satan's fall from heaven. He's going to fall. And his final destination is the lake of fire for eternity. Thanks a lot. You can tell I get excited by these. (laughs) So look up the podcast, your Real knows Real, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google, Spotify. The other lessons are there. And you're welcome to listen. God bless you all. And on behalf of Pastor Maria Seaman at Shekinah Worship Center International Ministries, Shekinah Worship Center Bermuda, blessings above.